The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation and production. Visit our website, cspn.us, for more episodes of Classic Team Up. Grind our wheat ninny bong. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Classic Team Up. I'm your host with the most. You know me. And in case you don't, uh, my name's right there in the show title. You can call me Classic. And I am here uh, with another brand new episode and a very, very, very special guest. This is uh, someone that I've known for quite a while on the social media. We've met once. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just kept saying to myself, I got to have this person on the show. And, uh, you know, so I'm, uh, without any further ado, I'm happy to welcome Miss Asa Todd. Hey! Hey, welcome to the team up, Asa. How you doing? Okay. This is one of those uh, team ups where, you know, I know things about you, but I kind of <laughs> wanted to have you want to get to know more about you. It's kind of like, uh, you know, how people do speed dating or something, but <laughs> we're doing this podcast style. Like, you know, we're just going to get to know each other right here on the podcast. And I mean, there's some things we know about each other, but I want to get give our audience a chance to get to know you more because I find you fascinating. And, uh, you know, I want other people to uh, do the same. You know, of course, uh, before we get into it, uh, just want to remind folks that uh, the classic team, if you're listening to this on the CSPN network, part of uh, CSPN Media, uh, check out all of our fine podcasts at CSPN.us, if you please, and follow us online at CSPN Media on Twitter and uh, leave us some comments, etc. cetera. Uh, but uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Asa, where are you from uh, initially, originally, or even where you born and raised in Jersey? Unfortunately, I'm still here and trying to get out. Okay. Okay. I, I kind of know that feeling. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn guy myself, uh, but I'm down in uh, VA right now. So have you ever like been outside of Jersey? Have you like, you know, been in other every parts of the world? Uh, yeah. I've been outside of Jersey a lot. Travel down South pretty much every year since most of my family's from the South. Okay. Uh, you know, regular going to Canada, whatnot, taking my first trip to Europe. Next year for my birthday, so I'm going to Amsterdam solo. Wow, that should be exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I like to do is go to Europe one day. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever touched on that or yeah or left the uh, this hemisphere so to speak. Uh, Europe, Asia, I want to do all that. So I'm I'm kind of jealous right there. Glad <laughs> you're able to do that. Um, one thing uh, that I've learned about you is that you're very much into makeup, um, mm-hmm. and it, you know, kind of kind of dovetails nicely into. You know, my initial reaction when seeing, like, you know, photos of you or meeting you, it's like, wow, she's very beautiful. It's like, she's into makeup. She knows how to look. She knows beauty. And, uh, you know, so it's a compliment. And it also is to say that you really are seriously into about makeup. Like, you're not one of these people that just play around with makeup. You actually have a makeup dedicated blog and site, right? Yes. Uh, I My blog is Makeup and Mania. So it's a combination of a personal blog and makeup reviews. So the personal blog is mainly about mental health. That's where the mania part comes in. And then makeup reviews, especially for the more chocolatey variety of us women. Yes. You don't see a lot. You're seeing more and more of us in getting into vlogging and blogging, but there's still a lot more of us needed. Okay. 
Well, you know, I'm hopefully, uh, you know, the people will check that out. Um, I know I've been, uh, you know, there once or twice to check out a few uh, articles. The, the what the weird thing about makeup with me, and I've done, I've had makeup bloggers on the team up before. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Shante Fabulous and a few others. Uh, I go to visit like makeup sites, and one of two things happens: either I get totally lost, like I'm like, I uh, don't, I guess I, yeah, eyeshadow, cool, you know, or or Mrs. Classic comes up behind me and is like, why are you looking at a makeup website? And I, and I, and I turned it into, well, I was looking into some things I might buy for you. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you know, something's got you curious about makeup. I don't, you know, and then she starts to worry that I'm going to start borrowing her makeup or whatever have you. Which, hey, you know, I might, might you know, you never know. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, check that out, folks, if you can. Uh and um, you also mentioned mental health. Is that a, that's a very important, uh, a very important aspect, not only for you but for uh, you know uh, for for our community. Uh, you know, e- even this past week, there's been a lot of talk and activity about mental health and about uh, you know sort of mental health awareness. And uh, you know, I I I wonder like. Is is this focus now more so than ever on mental health tied to just how like outrageous things are in this world uh, in terms of, you know, the we got a we got a maniac running for president <laughs> and uh, we've got, uh, you know, the, the, it's, it's like now more than ever, we need we need to you know be concerned about our mental health because there's just so much going on. Police are killing black folks in the streets, uh, you know, with, with without any kind of, um, you know, with, without any kind of uh, punishment. And then beyond that, um, I'll just put it out there: white folk are worshiping Harambe instead of worrying about <laughs> worrying about black people getting killed. Like, I mean, at what point do we decide that you know that we really need to dip? You know, really need to be serious about our mental health? Like, that wasn't this awareness ten years ago, was it? Not so much, but I think it has more to do with the ability to connect with more people that have similar experiences you as you um, now with social media and whatnot. Um, because police were doing the same thing since there was police. White yeah. folks been acting a fool since white folks been white folks. So it's, it's more to do with now we're able to connect with each other and share experiences and share what, share what helps us and how we cope and how important it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's very much not so it's a sign of the times that um, we're more exposed to people talking about it. So we're more knowledgeable about the terminology and um, ableism and, you know, stuff surrounding that. So it's not so much what's going on today. It's, you know, politically, um, socially, it's, it's more technology based. That 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 uh, I can I can see that being true because uh, you know really that the the impetus for the, that discussion has always been there. It's just the tools are different because instead of you know going to support groups, people or, or you know or even or even uh, you know just traditional go to you go to counseling, which uh, more people are more prone to do these days. But before it was like that's all you had. Now it's like you can actually vent and let things out on social media with certain circles of friends, and that kind of leads you down that path of whether it's healing or just, uh, you know, more awareness, more information. Uh, you know, I, I always say if the internet was as vast as it was when I was coming up in high school, college, uh, well, first off, I'd probably be a lot more distracted, but I'd probably get a lot more out of it in terms of, you know, things that 
questions I wanted answered. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I grew up, like, high school is when internet really started popping for me. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it wasn't on the level that it is now because I was stupid as a kid. <laughs> so, oh, I'm stupid in my 20s. I, I, I'm 40 now. I probably stopped being stupid about around 32, so, you know. Yeah, I, I still have my stupid phases, but I'm, I'm a little less vocal about it. But, you know, that time hop thing, you mm-hmm. don't know about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't even do the time hop, but thanks for, thanks to Facebook for showing me shit I done ate six years ago. Like, I literally had a status update from six years ago that Facebook, hey, remember you did this six years ago? It's a plate of food. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, why don't you share this again for your people? And I, I actually shared it. I was like, um, I don't know what this was on this plate, but I ate it six years ago. Thanks, Facebook. I mean, Facebook reminds me that I, I confess to, you know, misdemeanors on a regular <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag I did that shit. Shout yeah. out to politicians <laughs> on that one. Yeah, <laughs> they, you know, so, that social media does not forget even if you do. You know, former <laughs> lies or you know former conquests or you know or failures. It's all right there. And the uh, Library of Congress and the NSA have it all down yeah. for you. <sighs> yeah. So so you know it's, hey that. Look, at least there's something to log in. I mean, I, I'm thinking about all them stories that used to be embellished back in the day. Like, oh, remember when? Remember when you tried to talk to that girl? Yeah, man, went all the way. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. She shot you down. It's like Facebook will tell you right then and there. Nah, you had no chance. Or nah, that's not how it went. You, 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 you cried and screamed and ran, and uh, you know you you didn't even you know stay stay for the rest of the fight or something like that. Facebook, you know. It, but, it really tells you what happened. Yeah, but a random person in France wouldn't know. True. Now you get like certain stories that you know you see on Twitter. You're like, usually you know, that would have stayed in a circle of high school. It would have died down. Maybe somebody would have brought it up at the ten year reunion. Now yeah. you got a BuzzFeed article about you. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because they they will pick it. It's funny. It's called BuzzFeed. I call it Buzzard Feed because they like kind of pick the bones clean. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, culture every time something happens, and I keep warning people about that BuzzFeed. But hey, you know, BuzzFeed is it's entertaining at times, but there's yeah. only so many listicles that you can do. Oh God, the listicles! Oh, by the way, Classic Team Up is on the CSPN Media Podcast Network, and we will never make any of these podcast listicles. I am actually proud <laughs> to say that every time I see. Here's the ten podcasts that you should be listening to, but you're not right now. And I'm, and there's nothing against the read or you know some of these other shows which I I actually enjoy, uh, you know, very much and have a lot of respect for. But it's the same damn shows on every list. I think Complex, and I don't even know why I gave them a, a mention on this show, but they, you know, they're another listicle site, and they did that, mm-hmm. you know, article, and it's the same. Like, why did you copy-paste from uh, BuzzFeed's list from a, a year ago, or from... Uh, or you just go to iTunes Top 10. Like, yeah. come on. They're yeah. practically the same format. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, nobody's talking about the more independent ones that are hella funny, <laughs> And it's just like, y'all are missing out. Why don't yeah. you Twitter search or something and really dig in? But no, that's ask people. You know, to ask people what they think, you know, is are in their opinion, or or actually listen. That's the thing. If you're gonna come with this list, listen to at least a couple of shows. Right. You know, get it for yourself. You know, I'm, I'm I'm sure I've got my handful of biased folks that listen to whether it's the team up or good, terrible or bad advice and go hands down. You know, bad advice is one of the top ten shows out there, but. 
it's only the people that listen to it. Ain't nobody going to be like, um, yeah, so Sarah Gordon are funny. I've never listened to that show, but I'm going to put them on this list because, you know, I want to get, I want to be down with, uh, with, with, with the winning team. I want people to recognize me. You know, it's, it's like they're just trying to get the props, you know, that's, that's being reined around to everybody else. That's like people that go, Luke Cage is a great comic book superhero, but they never read an issue of Luke Cage. They just see he's got a Netflix show. They wouldn't say shit about Luke Cage six months ago. Yeah, that nobody's ever heard of Luke Cage, Misty Knight, until... Yeah. The show. I mean, it, it's one thing to say that, you know, comic book culture can really pull you in, but that's if you actually pay attention to it and aren't doing it to be a hype beast. Yeah. Are you are you into comic books? Like, uh, have you, uh, you know, read books in your, in your past, or is that something part of your life? I did, and then I got more into um, more of the cinematic stuff. That's easier for me to follow since I have such a shitty attention span. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real there. That's good. But yeah, um, you know, I do free comic book day every year and Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash is like twenty minutes from me, so okay. I randomly pop into there every once in a while. That's what's up. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the the secret stash, I, that's like one of those places I want to visit, uh if I'm ever in Jers. Uh and right across the street is this place called Yestercades. So it's got all of the old school arcade video games. What? Oh, I'm there. They got like Ninja, Ninja Turtles, the four player. Yes. What? They have like couches set up with all the old um, video game consoles, so you can get uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, uh, GameCube, Sega Genesis. What? Yeah, it's what? Oh, road trip. Bro trip. Yeah, I hope you got room on your couch because I'm about to crash there so I can go to this place. Of course, and then you can go to the Cake Bosses um, Bakery, which mm-hmm. is down the street, and get that. Wow! <laughs> See all the things you want in life right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's self care right there for your ass. <laughs> That'd be a whole weekend right there. I just go to Secret Stash, then I go to get some uh, yesterday, and I get some cakes, mm-hmm. and then I get down on the couch and it's, it's, um, I'd be so happy. Perfect weekend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know why we're doing this podcasting. Let's just shut it down right now and do all this other stuff. No, but 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 we love you, the listeners, so that's why we're busting out this podcast for you right fast. Self-care is also important. That's something that's thrown around a lot. And there's a lot of people that are like, okay, I know self-care. I kind of do self-care. Or I need to do more self-care. I don't think people really know what self-care is. Um, and, you know, there's varying degrees of it being defined online. I honestly, personally, have not heard of self-care up until this year. Like, I knew the concept, but I've always just been like, oh, I'm going to take care of myself. Self-care is really just a new way of saying coping skills. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I, I, I kind of take issue sometimes with people's um, idea of what self-care is, because a lot of people are just like, take a bubble bath, have a... a- it's a spa day. <laughs> <laughs> and oftentimes, self-care is painful but necessary self-care can consist of going to see a therapist and really working out some of the issues that you're dealing with whether it's actually like an actual mental illness or just a, a rough time you're having self-care mm-hmm. can also be cleaning out toxic people from your life yeah and that's often tough because you sometimes there's a lot of feelings involved with that it could be a family it could be friends and they're just bad for you yeah uh, self-care could be getting rid of some really terrible habits like maybe you eat cheeseburgers every day and you probably shouldn't and throw in some leafy greens it's not the easiest to eat a salad some days 
Yeah, or, or, or flip to turkey burgers if you know uh, if the meat is the issue. I guess. Yeah, it's something you know, yeah. lighter it's, cheese or something. Something of that nature. It's not yes. always easy. It's not always pretty, and you know, harps and and incense. But it's what you need to do to be able to keep going in life and be not necessarily happy, but okay. I, th- I dig that, and I, I like th- I like that concept and that definition because it really puts it in perspective. Um, you know, th- and l- I like that you br- kept it. You know, brought up uh, maybe going through some pain or going through some. Uh, you know, so th- that it's not all just fun and games or all just happy because really that's what the care aspect of it is. You're not just you know pampering yourself, but you're really taking care of yourself. And when you think about taking care of somebody, like a parent taking care of a child, yeah. Um, you're going to do your chores. You're going to do things that you won't like, but it's going to be for your better, for the right. better of you. You know, so I, I like that. I like that idea. Keeping a journal is a good, also a good example too. You know, just writing your thoughts down. Um, right. A lot. You know, a lot of times I used to have my thoughts just be trapped in my head and I, or my emotions, and I, I would try to write things down, and it just helped clarify things. And I would just leave it, and you know, read it later and go, you know, I was in a different place at that time. You know, but I'm glad I broke that down. At least I, I'll, I'll remember those feelings, that kind of thing. Right. You know, they're just. There's various types of journaling. Um, you know, some people do like just straight writing. Whatever thoughts come into their head, they're writing it down. Doesn't necessarily have to be cohesive, makes sense, but it's getting that those thoughts on paper. There's the people that do bullet points, and that's one of the things I do sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit less creative and my flow is off a little bit. I can do bullet points, or you know, some people their journaling is artwork. Uh, where they're drawing out how they're feeling or they're doing a cut and paste from magazines or whatnot. So there's uh, various ways to journal and, you know, being able to know that helps because a lot of people are turned off by the idea of journaling. Like, what? I'm just writing down my thoughts. Like, doesn't make any sense, but. (laughs) Um, Back to makeup and mania. Um, How long do you have that blog open? Is it? Well, it's less than a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very, very new. I'm still, you know, tweaking it, um, getting it to look right, getting the flow right, trying to get my viewership up so possibly makes a tad bit of extra income because my job pays shillings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, um, they say if you're good at something, don't do it for free. But I, I, I'm finding <laughs> with this podcast, thinking of a few other things. I'm doing a lot of things, if not for free, then pretty close. So, like, uh, you, you know, you, you kind of want to transform that into actually let's take this thing we're having fun with and actually make some make a little bit of money off of it. You know, make it pay for itself a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely in full support of that. Um, have you have you um, do you go to like makeup con- uh, conferences or like events like that or yes and they are the best i mean i mean they're the best if you like makeup okay so, um i recently went to BeautyCon, um which is pretty much all things beauty and then they have a lot of famous bloggers and bloggers doing panels and whatnot uh i went and i got one of the earlier passes which is a little bit more money but you get to go in before general admission, and that was a godsend because once general admission opened up and the age range went down, I was like, oh, no, I feel like that auntie that's in the club and doesn't <laughs> business, so yeah, I left. But I got a ton of free stuff and super happy. But my favorite happens in April, which is IMATS, where it's all makeup, all it's very professional. It's about 
the focus is a lot on learning new techniques. Um, mm. We have makeup schools and academies come and they do like contests for special effects makeup and editorial makeup. And then the discounts are amazing as well. So okay. I usually save up probably like $600 to go and spend it all or more. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. It's kind of like when, uh, how, I, how I do with like comic conventions, you know, I put that money aside next thing you know, I'm home with a stack of comics and I'm like, well, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, as long as you budget for it, you're good. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got, you do have to, you know, sort of, uh, so, sort of, uh, balance that out with, uh, other things. Um, now do you, uh, apply makeup professionally is like that. Have you done it for other people or do you like just to do it for, for yourself? Like how, what's your makeup, uh, what's your makeup cred on the streets? Currently, um, I'm just doing it on myself. I have a fear of poking people in the eye and blinding them. Wow. So I've, I've only done what, one other person's makeup, and it was a family friend, and I did her Halloween makeup, mm. which turned out really good. And, I mean, I, I, I want to transition into doing other people's makeup, but that fear of, you know, getting close to people's eyes Ooh, it freaks me out. <laughs> right. Well, you could probably like, you know, your first few customers, you know, you give them some goggles or something, one of them like little swing goggles. And, discount, yeah. And just kind of work around that. And so <laughs> you just finish the rest when you get home. Just get, get on the eye right quick with the foundation there. You can be all right. You know, that, there you go. And it's like baby steps. <laughs> or you get an eye finisher, somebody to come in and just like hit, hit dab them with, you know, an eye finisher. If you pay good money, you know, I, I'll volunteer to do that. Well, not volunteer, but you pay me, I'll do that. Be the eye finisher. Boom. There you go. There you go. You know, it's like it's like a close of uh, when you, you got baseball. You got the pitcher, the starting pitcher, and then you got the closer to come in and like finish off the last three inning outs for the inning. That's what you got. You got to have, have a closer there. You know, but yeah, I, I I would definitely love to see you do that and branch out um, because you do such a great job on yourself. And uh, you know, so I wanted to want to make sure people know that. Um, you know, and people are going to see how beautiful you are when they basically see the uh, you know the show notes and everything else because I will put that on the uh, site. But speaking of beauty uh, or lack thereof, oh lord, <laughs> we have a um, actually I didn't want to bring up Trump on this thing, but, oh. but damn. Uh. Uh, today's Saturday. Has he like come up with anything to put himself in the news today? Because like every day he's put found something to put himself in the news cycle. Uh, I mean, it's it's funny now that lately, not even lately, but it's not even so much him in the news cycle. It's his surrogates who say <laughs> even stupider stuff, and they're just like. I, I literally, I'm, I'm always looking, like, looking at videos, and my jaw is just on my chest, like, people are really, really yeah. stupid, and I think, well, I'm afraid to check my phone every day, because I, because I, because I, I want, I'm afraid to see the headline, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the 80% of the country is going to vote for Trump, and I'm like, what, how, how? <laughs> and the, the worse he gets, the more support he gets, and I'm just like, does Trump have to shoot a dog? Because yeah. that's the only thing that's going to stop this. Yeah, pretty much. Frame him. Yeah, yeah. The only you can find out he's the one that shot Harabi, and then <laughs> white, white people going to be torn as to whether or not to vote for him. The ones that are, like, undecided. Like, I don't know, though, because Harabi, you know, that was that was my homeboy. Uh, <laughs> I still don't understand people's fascination with this shit. Like, and I said, I, I tweeted this the other day. Um, if that website, StuffWhitePeopleLike.com, still existed... <laughs> Robbie would be the latest entry. It would be up there this week. 
homepage. Black <laughs> people don't give a shit about no Harabi. I mean, it was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Oh, well, moving on. Yeah, that's all. Like, oh, that's a shame. But it, it, it's a great. Uh, what? Like, yeah. sirs and ma'ams, chill fuck out. What? You act like that was kin to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I get evolution, which most of y'all don't believe in, yeah. but there's more gorillas, there's more zoos. What really gets me about this is all the resistance to Black Lives Matter and to all these, uh, you know, actual people, people being slain in the streets. But yo, well, let's pour some out for Harabe, and you know, it's like you're just trolling us. You really don't. You, you, you're really showing you don't give a fuck about people, and you're putting animals over people. And there was there was um there's this issue in the on the Jersey Shore where um JCPNL or PSENG or whatever power company wants to put up these power lines that, you know, are ugly because, you know, they're power lines and yeah. there's a huge thing with the residents not wanting them. And there was a news story of a town hall meeting and this woman was up there boo-hooing about power lines. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And you know good and goddamn well wouldn't shed a tear over yeah. the, the black kid next door True. assaulted, um, killed, anything. And I'm just like, y'all priorities are all fucked up. Well, yeah. Well, the, the way things are with uh, you know people being killed in the, in the streets, and particularly people of color, it really, it really like shifts my priorities. Like when people go, oh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, don't throw that away. Don't put that bottle in the trash. You got to recycle that because you know you want to save the environment. I'm like, fuck the environment because look at the earth we're living in. I really don't think I want to save this world. <laughs> what? Our environment's already fucked. Not we yeah. agree about it. But what we can do mm-hmm. is prosecute cops. Yeah, yeah. You do that, then I'm going to do that. I'm gonna recycle this plastic. Until then, fuck, fuck this world. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm using, uh, what do you call it, spray? The, 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 the... All the hair spray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of them. All the, all the sprays, all the all the different things. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, burning, burning fossil fuels. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing in my backyard. I'm doing all kinds of things to really... I'm driving fast. I'm guzzling gas. Um, you know, mass is like there is a meteor. I was like, please let this be the one. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh goodness, it's just outrageous. It, it is. But you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of how how things are, and that's why we have to have things that make us you know make us feel good that yeah. kind of get us through it. Um, in particular, and I don't know if you heard this, but um, apparently Solange uh, Solange Knowles has a an album out. Uh, it was out recently. Actually, it's been all the talk. By the time you hear this, that album been out two weeks already. So if you heard it by now, Every, if y'all don't like it, I don't know what to say. Like you know, it's good. Liking a group is, yeah. is it's all very very subjective. Um, mm-hmm. but if y'all don't understand why so many people like it, that's where I have the problem. Yeah, there's all this this whole ge- not generation, but this whole um wave of contrarian ass niggas get on my nerves. Oh, yeah. Every time you see a, a large swath of us like something, you got to be that one special snowflake. Well, yeah. I don't see. It. I, mean, I don't see what the big deal is. You know, she just Beyonce's sister. You know, she had y- y'all wasn't y'all wasn't checking for her two albums ago. What happened now? Uh, I was like, y'all just hate seeing people happy. Who hurt mm-hmm. you? Who hurt you? <laughs> like, did did somebody steal your last slice of pizza in the fridge? Yeah. Nobody click on your mixtape link on SoundCloud. Why are you so hurt? You know, 
mind you, it was Papa John's pizza, so you can tell what kind of taste these folks have anyway. Uh, but uh, <laughs> let me just say that, um, and, and I listened to a seat at the table. It's wonderful. Uh, you know, so this is a brilliantly produced and put together record album. Um, and but I had like this weirdly weird experience with it because I tried to listen to it on, and my Amazon membership ran out. You know, my Amazon Prime, so I usually listen to things on Prime. I wasn't even sure if it was on Amazon Music, so I was like, okay, I'll, I need to listen to this thing. Uh, let me get let, let me get up on uh, let me get up on SoundCloud, it's not on SoundCloud. Uh, I, I was gonna go buy it. I was like, I want to listen to it though, so let me sample it on. Uh, let's see. Oh, Spotify, I got that installed. So I pull up the Spotify, right, and it's on there. I'm like, good, I can start to listen to it. It's on shuffle. I don't care. I want to out of order. I want to hear some of these songs before I decide I'm gonna buy it. So I got in the car on Spotify, and I didn't know that Spotify does this. It's on shuffle, so I, I hear like uh, I, I heard the uh, the cranes in the sky, and then I heard um, another song, and it did two evil things to me. One was it play it has a limit, so it's like it, it, it after a while you can't skip after a certain number of songs. Right. So it played all the interludes in a row. <laughs> so it was like interlude, skip that interlude. Okay, I heard that interlude. Okay, another interlude. That's nice. Well, where's the music? Oh, no, you can't skip no more. You got to hear the rest of these interludes. I'm like, are you serious? So I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to tap out. I'm going to try this later when I get back You know, off work. I'm going to play it on the way home. Play it on the way home. Oh, this is good. This is good. And then it started getting really upbeat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so happy. And I look at the cover art, and it's like Solange Knowles and the Hadley Street Dreams. I'm like, why did you shuffle to her old shit? What is that about? <laughs> Come on, Spotify, really? And then, the, and then the ad comes on. Hey, if you want to skip it, you know, if you want to fast forward and go back to songs at your leisure, pay for the Spotify premium or whatever. I'm like, nah, nah, y'all didn't sell me. Y'all, y'all pretty much shit on my experience and then tried to sell me. Mm-hmm. So I, I say that to say that was my experience with Spotify. I hadn't used Spotify in, since it came out maybe once. I'm a big Amazon guy because I like Amazon Prime. And it's on Amazon Prime, so I already bought the album because I paid for my Prime and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you use any other kinds of mu- uh, music? Uh, like, are you on Spotify, Prime, Pandora, which I've been using a lot more lately, or, um, or Tidal, as uh, Tax Stone says it, or t- Tidal, as it <laughs> were? Like, what's, what's your experience with any of those? And, uh, you know, which one do you prefer? Uh, or, I- or iTunes, Apple Music. I'm a big Apple Music head. Um, okay. I did title for a little while just for Lemonade. Because <laughs> As we all did. Any true American. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Spotify, I, I do like occasionally because I like listening to other people's playlists. Yeah. But Apple Music has some fire playlists. Mm. One of my favorites is Many Fresh Essentials. Ooh. So all of like Many Fresh, all the stuff that he's produced that's been like Bangers. There's a playlist for that. There's Juvenile's Greatest Hits. Uh, They're surprisingly putting together some really dope playlists on Apple Music. Okay. Um, Now, are these like official playlists or can people share their playlists like they do on Spotify with um, Apple Music? Haven't tried sharing the playlist. I believe Probably can. Yeah, like make your own playlist. Like, uh, like uh, I, you know, I follow up with Monty Jones and Eden Jones. Whatever. He's got a playlist. He's got a number of playlists on Spotify. So it's like now, if I put up Spotify, I just play his stuff. Like his 
selections. And then I'm a big soundtrack head. So anyone's got a playlist that's like, this is the soundtrack from like Midnight Street Club, you know, in LA. Uh, I'll play that because I played the game and I like, I want to hear all the songs from that game or something, or, you know, or Return of the Jedi. I listen to all the John Williams stuff from that because I'm, I'm just, I love soundtracks. So I'm, I'm kind of just wondering if, I, if they all got to be official or if uh, you can just like come up with your own or cook yeah. it up and throw it up there. Be official. You can make your own playlist. Like I have uh, my go to playlist is my gym playlist. It gets me to and from work most days without, you know, incidents of road rage and mm-hmm. it helps me get through my workouts um there's i made a couple on apple music but not positive that i've shared them but i'm pretty sure it's a possibility i gotta check that out okay okay yeah and uh if y'all are on apple music uh look for asa on then just follow our playlist uh you do that and uh you might get some better music than if you follow me on uh spotify because i'm gonna be all shuffled into the hadley street dreams and that's not gonna be a good look for you <laughs> Uh, that was a nice record, though. It was a nice uh, album, but it was like... It wasn't what you were looking for. It got all cherry on me. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was a seat on the table. I thought it was about, you know, health. You know, I thought I thought it was about all these, like, hard issues about, you know, about being black and being a woman and being in America and all these things. And it was like, you know, and having a crush. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> And one thing about uh, uh, people have been saying, oh yeah, she kind of sounds like uh, Amela Rue, and I yeah, I got I got to stop people right there because uh, Amela Rue sounds angelic, um, and she sounds close, but uh, you know I, I can tell the difference. I don't understand this obsession with comparing. Yes. All this like we all win. They all they sound like themselves. That's who they sound mm-hmm. like. Unless mm-hmm. you're doing a straight impression of somebody, yeah. they sound like themselves. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've never thought that, um, and you know, I, it was kind of weird hearing that, or you know, or or reading that, I should say. But then again, I read so much, you know, asinine things from people. Uh, you know, it's like what's worth repeating, what's not. So we both have Twitter. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then when you're running out of that, and you want to hear what your uncle's stupid friends say, then you go on Facebook. Oh, so. no, no. Everybody's blocked. Everybody's blocked. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, but Facebook's my uh, I'm not dead check-in. Uh, I pretty much just go up there and put a status update every month or something. Like, hey, I'm still around. See you I, later. I'm there for some of the groups that I'm in. So <laughs> that's about it because that keeps me saying, I'm like, yes, there are people that have not gone completely loony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, man, everybody that's ever said anything stupid, reposted anything stupid has been – immediately unfriended, unfollowed, you sometimes blocked. Mm-hmm. I ain't got the time. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, it's funny because I, I have like brothers that I grew up with and I'm putting my brother on front street right now. He, he'll post some stuff and I'm like, did we grow up in the same house? Did yeah. you not like go to the same school for a little bit? How did you get your thinking is just so flawed right now? But I don't jump in because people expect me to. They're like, hey, you ain't you gonna say nothing? I'm like, nah. And it's no one's having this conversation with me. I'm just thinking in my head if, if I were in a room with these people and he said this, they'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, ain't y'all gonna say something about what he just said right there? And I see the comments, and it's all people just co signing them, his homeboys or his friends or whatever. And I'm like, y'all have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> hey, get your friend. Yeah. Yeah, get your people. Oh, they they don't come over my over my. You know what? I'm a big privacy settings kind of guy. I'm like, you know what? You ain't gonna know shit about me unless you really, really are friends with me. And even then, you're not gonna see half the shit I post. Right. So somebody oh is like, I was trying to add you as a friend, and you don't have that button on here. <laughs> right. Well. Like, 
I gotta ask you. Too many whose man's is this? Yes. I was like, I don't know you. You're not. You gotta be vetted. Where'd you find me? You're the feds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You got to be vetted and patted down virtually to you. You got to be checked out. I gotta. I gotta know. You know who your last five friends that you added were, and and they friends and they mama and who they who they daddy came from. I need to know all that before we get we get any kind of business conducted. That's just how that's how I usually roll on social media. And you know I I got other accounts, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna check you out one way or another. So I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna check you out from this account because okay, oh yeah, he's cool. So cool, cool. My people have checked you out. You're good. parents. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Hey, because that's what they're doing to us. But so, so, but thinking, speaking of uh, things that kind of help relax us, uh, you know, have you been like, is there anything on television that you've been keeping up with or anything that you really like, you know, get down with in terms of TV shows? Today was my catch up day for Atlanta, How to Get Away with Murder, hmm. Basketball Wise LA, um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, um, anything that. I'm more so into the comedies because, you know, dramas, be, they take too much out of me. Yeah. So the only real drama that I watch is How to Get Away with Murder. But Atlanta has been, it's its hard to get me to get like a, a full out hearty cackle from watching a TV show. But Atlanta does that for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I think I'm maybe a ish, an episode or two behind. But yeah, I, I've, I've laughed my, my head off watching Atlanta too. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at how much I was into it because, you know, the promos and everything were like, um, so this is just people walking around the neighborhood. I guess that's Atlanta, but I don't know. So, but, but, you know, we expect from it. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was real sketchy at first. Cause I was like, oh, I don't know about all this, but yeah. as problematic as Donald Glover has been, I've always been a fan from when he was doing YouTube um, videos with the, with his um comedy crew. Oh yeah, the um I forgot the name of it too because uh, I remember they, they they had the they did a GI Joe um and bananas and pajamas spoof that I, I still play in the, every now and then. I actually I, I'm one of the few people that knows about their movie, The Mystery Team, and actually loves it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really stupid. Com. It was it was it was funny to me, but I have an odd sense of humor. Yeah. But people are like that. Eric Comedy. That was the name of it. Yes, that's it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because they they did that. There was uh, they they had like a acoustic guitar is like the GI Joe opening theme, and then they had someone playing GI Joe with the acoustic, acoustic guitar, and they didn't know what like pajamas, bananas, pajamas, Fraggle Rock. So I I knew that, and then it was like, oh, so that dude from Community's on there, cool, because that's how I see everything. I'm like, dude from this thing, dude from nothing, and then like he has a name, okay, that's Donald Glover, but you know he's still dude from Community to me. Now he's Donald Glover. If you're enjoying this show that you're listening to, you can keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit our website, cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcasts Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, and so much more. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment that helps us keep these podcasts free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon through CSPN.us. Do it today.
Um, by the way, he was in Magic Mike 2, which I watched some of today. Um, I'm very late on that, but uh, yeah. So for anyone listening that's wondering, how, how could Classic never watch that movie? There you go. Yeah, I have it, I have it on Blu-ray. I, I, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Classic saw it in the theater, and I, I, I paused it at a certain point, and I walked, I walked upstairs, and I said, oh, honey, I'm watching this Magic Mike 2. And she's like, ain't it so good? I'm like... <laughs> I can see how you would enjoy it. Um, I'm just not sure if I'm gonna be trying any of these moves. I'm just letting you know right now. You know, I that it, that ain't, ain't it. Ain't, oh, only. I, I, got, I, got, I got to do some CrossFit. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get get my shape up if I'm gonna be like trying to. No, <laughs> yeah, because now I know why she came from the theater. You got to see this movie. It wasn't for entertainment purposes. Need to do some damn research, homeboy. Like this is how we need to get that. I'm like, whoa. Okay. And, and the funniest part about this whole Magic Mike thing is I hate male strip clubs in real life. They, There's not people that, too many people that like them uh, as, a, as a staff label and crew, but <laughs> and for some reason, you know, but, but the, the concept is pretty, pretty fair because, hey, look, uh, ladies need to get this too. I mean, strip clubs, and that's the, the fun thing. Strip clubs is a social thing. That is true. More so than anything else. I want to see something naked. I could just go on a computer, or I could just go upstairs, or I could just go, you know, check out. I, I, I could. There's so many outlets, so many ways I could go get a magazine or something. But like the strip club is like, not only are you seeing someone naked and seeing some dancing, get some entertainment, but you're hanging out maybe with some people, with some friends. You're getting uh, you're getting some uh, uh, the buffet, or you're getting some. I don't know. You get some drinks. It's like it's it's a different experience. It's like this, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I haven't. I haven't been to a male strip club, but I've been to parties where there are male strippers, and it's just like, oh, y'all are doing the most with the least. Yes. I'm going to go get my <laughs> But, you know, for strip clubs that are, like, strictly women, it's amazing because it's like watching gymnastics. Yes. It's a whole, nother di- it's a whole other dynamic, and yeah. it's way more fun and a whole lot less creepy. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny too um, with uh, strip clubs is uh, and, and particularly performances is how people. It's kind of like how um, people like judge gymnasts and give them scores and ratings. Like this woman is twirling on the pole and doing all these things that um, honestly, if I look at the guys that are watching, the people can't none of y'all do that shit. Oh, she, oh, she's all right. Oh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, I'm like, yes, you do are the ones that are, you know. Lazy stripper kicking for the whole night, but that's yeah. not that. It's not you know that's a Tuesday night. <laughs> you don't go on a Tuesday two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. <laughs> unless you, you are having some rough times in your life. But yeah. for the most part, keep out hours. You know, just <laughs> you can't do that yourself. Trust yeah. me, because I had a friend. She had a um, she was a go-go dancer, and she had a pole in her apartment, and she was trying to teach me. I was like. I ain't got the range, man. <laughs> I don't have none of this upper body strength. None of it. And I was yeah. relatively fit at that time. And I just, ooh, y'all, y'all, are, y'all are special. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm going to have to do a P180X because uh, I just did the 90 and it's just not, it's not, it's not hitting. I can't do, I can't do all that, you know, or this, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that, you know, and so it's like how, you know, how you'd want to tip somebody that's serving you food because you know you know they're really working hard. Uh, you know, tip, tip tip your strippers out there, people that if they're putting in the work. I mean, you know, tip tip tip, tip those uh, 
men and women who are doing that, the, that brave, you know, that, that brave service for you. Yeah. Cause right. yeah, it's a dangerous job. Yeah. Some of them and they hanging from rafters. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all are insured for this. Yeah. Are are you covered under Obamacare? <laughs> you know, you know, there's yeah, there's no published plan for uh, you know, for for uh, entertainment uh, workers or dancers. I don't know. And are they dancers or are they um, you know, it's it's a it's a whole different thing. There's no union. How do you file, do you file this on your taxes? Is what well, I. What, uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah. Do you do you are you paying taxes on it or is it just like you know under the table over the. Table. There's so much in the world I don't know about. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, I think we have to have make a documentary put on Netflix, and then we can like you know pretty much uh, really just uncover this. Um, But but part of me doesn't want to know. It's like a magician revealing secrets. (laughs) Like now I know how the trick's done. I don't think I want to watch magic shows anymore. Fuck it. Uh, I really don't want to know the the CD underbelly. Yeah, I kind of just want to know the technical stuff. I don't. I don't need to know. I don't need to know the Players Club version of what really goes on in a strip club. I want to know the business aspect of it. You know, what, who gets what uh, What cut of this? How do y'all pay to report this on your taxes? Does the IRS keep come knocking at your door? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do, you, do you get robbed on the way home? Uh, you know, do, 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 do most strippers have guns because of that? You have problems at the bank cashing in these ones. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, th- do you just roll up there and like exchange them for twenties? Like, how does that work? Because you go to like one of those machines, you know? <laughs> like how you go to Coinstar and you go to Coinstar and get your money there. <laughs> All dollar bills. And then know. I like, knowing some people, I found out that it is illegal to have one of those cash counters. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hey. I was like, "What? You like, yeah? Because only drug dealers typically have those. What? You have them in your own house." I was like, "Oh, okay. So that's why you can count this so fast by hand." Uh-huh. I don't ask that many questions anymore. <laughs> that's got to be certain states, because I know, I know, there's certain states you can't do that. You can't have a cash counter in your in your Not crib. Oh uh, yeah, well, Jersey, Jersey seems. Jersey law is like ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Well, I, mean, I like the fact that you don't have to you don't really get up the- crime laws and yeah. drug stuff just because of, you know, the yeah. shit that's gone down here with the quote unquote mob. Yeah. And I actually had a college professor. Um, he was a former detective and it was for my organized crime class. And he's like, there is no looks around the classroom. Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> with the air quotes. Are you, are, are you, is this being recorded? Are we? Is this tapped? What? It, it was a fascinating class because he didn't teach anything out of the book. He just told us stories about, you know, bodies uh, found in the Hudson. and <laughs> like, Okay, so how are we studying for this test again? <laughs> yeah. That's like kid taking a class on like uh, Baltimore um, history, politics, and, 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 and you know, and, and getting it from the guy that wrote The Wire. You're not going to read anything. You're just going to listen to him. Yeah, I mean those are those were definitely my favorite classes because it it was basically like listening to a, a podcast of The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's name was Jimmy Four Fingers, right? <laughs> yeah, the whole look and everything. He came in. He always wore a trench coat. He had a fedora. Trench. He never had a wallet. He just had a money clip. Oh, wow. oh he got this down pat. 
What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so anytime you like uh, pay for anything, there was always that extra tip and get yourself something nice. <laughs> Doing that, <laughs> and why don't you get yourself something nice for your troubles? What? <laughs> you buy groceries, homeboy. What are you doing? There were too many times in college where I walked in and I'm think I'm being punked because the professor is just so out there. I had an African American studies history class, and my professor was a white woman. And the lone three black girls in, the, in this class. We're yeah. just like we just you know we didn't have to say anything. We just looked at each other when she announced herself as the professor, and it was just like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Wow! So you have Professor Dolazo. All right, cool. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you know to know that uh, that's how you came up. Uh, you know, <laughs> Ugh, the corruption of Kane University. Ah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, my old roommate um, from college he ended up going there uh, after he left uh, Virginia State. Shout out oh. to uh, VSU back in the day. Wow. Yeah, but that was that was back in the that was back in the nineties when we was in college together. So like, yeah, he he uh he transferred out, went back back home. He was living in Jersey at the time, and mm-hmm. went to Keene and uh, graduated from there. And uh, I don't know what he's doing now, but I mean, I can say that we had some, yeah, like my my professors in my classes were good. It's the administration, which I guess most colleges can say the administration is terrible, but the president there currently, and when I was there is scandalous to say the least mm. lied on his resume wrote stuff that he didn't and was published and stuff that he wasn't there's a whole big thing about you know kickbacks and i was like for a college professor what yeah ah, it's this, just a lot. this goes all the way to the top man this is a cesspool corruption I, I just love how corruption hearing corruption tales because it's like to me it's like People really think they can get away with it, and then you realize, like, people doing the simplest of jobs or the simplest of things, just like are like taking advantage of the system. Like, wait a minute, you're the lunch lady, but you're pulling home an extra <laughs> twenty two G's a week because of some deal you got with the, the bread manufacturers. It goes that deep. It goes that high up the chain. Like, wait a minute. People that are involved in it are the biggest narcissists because they're like, no one's ever going to find out. And- yeah. Like, That's why people do it. They think they figure they, you know, they're above it, or that you know they're not going to catch me. They caught that guy because he was stupid. He made mistakes. I won't. Like, it, somebody will always be willing to be paid to snitch. Oh yeah. Like there's, I read something. It was in a New Jersey, I think, New Jersey magazine. It was like the the man who went to high school with Chris Christie could be the one to bring him down in the Bridgegate scandal. <laughs> what? Wow. And lo and behold, he might actually be going to jail for it. Yep. All because he wanted to get across the bridge. Throwing in everybody else. He could have waited. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was payback for people not voting for him, like mm-hmm. not supporting him. I was like, you was so petty. petty. Oh, yeah. The petty. What? Well, um, right there in New York, right across the river there, um, Home by we got caught again. Okay. It was like the third time. You need to stay off the interwebs because your dick and your internet connection are getting you in trouble. Stop. He is he's the one follower on Twitter that takes it seriously when people say send nudes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like oh, it was my birthday, send them nudes. And you did boom oh, dick. Yes. Like boom penis. Like I 
Dude, we don't even follow each other. How how did you get my said nudes request? Like, like are you are you searching for nudes? nudes? Yeah. And then, you know, anybody that's has, you know, the funny little meme of send nudes is like, well, there's my invitation. Maybe yes. you be the one. And yeah. you look at his DM records and it's just pictures of his penis gone unanswered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's the same the same one over and over again to different people. It's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a mailing list? He's like a bot. He's like a, <laughs> a penis bot. <laughs> we don't be peen botting people. And, you know, <laughs> And, and he lost so much over it. He lost the marriage, a career. He lost jobs. You know, so it's like, uh, wasn't he working at the university or something? No, it wasn't a university. But he was like on a TV show. And then that was canceled because of that. So it's like, if you lost this much over it, you talk about people that are like sex addicts or whatever. You got the problem, sir. You got, you really, really need, no, you don't just need help. You need help. Well, you need, you need oh, really need to like, yeah, you, you need, you need to be like, Legally banned from like any kind of electronic devices. He needs to live on a farm somewhere with time forgot, and like with the Amish country or something where they don't have any kind of. I mean, but he would he would he would find a way. He would draw carrier pigeon his his nudes to the next town. Send a carrier pigeon. Yeah, smoke sing, smoke signals. Maybe is it a shape of penis? To send a penis picture, a penis shadow puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's, it, it's, it's so amazing um, I want to get to a point in my life and I don't think I'm there yet but I'm turning um, and I, I, I make no bones about this um, recording on Saturday Monday I'm turning 41 and Ooh. I'm very happy about that uh, because I'm not dead uh, but um, <laughs> and you know people when it's their birthday they say oh yeah yeah oh um, yeah and send news or someone says oh it's his birthday send him those news you know, which someone's going to be an idiot and do that for me. I'm married, number one. Uh, and my wife wouldn't mind the nudes. She actually enjoys them just as much as I do. Um, but I want to I want to be in a position in my life where I can say, in lieu of nudes... Send please, money? Yeah, send money. Or in lieu of nudes, send flowers. Or send, uh, you know, send a thoughtful greeting. Or in lieu of nudes, listen to this podcast. And I'll put the link right there. Matter of fact, I'm going to post this show and I'm going to put, in lieu of nudes for my birthday, please listen to this show with the lovely and talented Asa Todd. Boom. I think, that will do, I think that will do it. But then again, your name's going to be in the same sentence with nudes, and someone's going to like really get it twisted, and the wiener yeah, might come after you. I have random peens in my DMs. I'm blaming you. Oh, I would feel harassed as well. Um, <laughs> you know what? No one gets... It's The penis is really... People talk about penis envy. I really don't envy <laughs> penis, because for, the penis is like the terroristic attack. It's like, no one complains about Boobs being yeah. yeah. If you sent me a boob in my DMs, I might get fake offended for a second. <laughs> I mean, I but I'll be like, hmm. Well, now, okay. Well, I, in your bag, and then I, mean, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, I, I just got thirsty. I, you know, uh, no, you know, like breastfeeding in public. I am all for that. Uh, you know, not because I'm just I'm a pervert. I just want to see tatas, but it doesn't offend me. Now, if somebody said, you know, I'm just gonna pull my dick out right here and eat this cheeseburger, like, okay, nah, 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 we gonna that's a bridge too far. You yeah. got no rights whatsoever. You're not feeding nobody. You're not doing anything. What as, as as somebody who has enjoyed penis before, they're not exactly attractive. Yeah, useful. Yeah, but not pretty. No, no, and. I, I won't say they're not supposed to be, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's 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 up to the to the individual what the kind of shape it should be in. But 
nobody sends artful peen pics. It's just like a straight shot down. There's no angles, there's no lighting, <laughs> nobody keeps their shit up. It's just like yeah. no one puts bows on it, ribbons or anything like that. You know, there's no like, there's no garnish. There's no like, you know, like big leaves on the sides or something. <laughs> Boobs, you know, you got to push them together, push them up, got to uh-huh. get them right, make sure your curvature. Okay. But, you, but even bo- the great thing about boobs is you don't have to show the whole boob. You could show, you know, the top, the, the you know, top boob, boob under boob, that. side boob. Yeah. yeah. If there's, if there's a, a hint of boob, a sense that there might be some boob there, then that pretty much, you know, that, that sells it. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm down for this. Nobody's looking at the top of the pubic bone of a dude and being like, oh, yeah. I wonder what the rest of that looks like. Yeah, now, now, uh, and and I'm not I'm not crying for men everywhere because you know the, we we've got it pretty good, but uh, I don't think um, man boobs are even considered in that same light. You know that's still, but it's fifty fifty because I actually have had some favorable uh, reactions to uh, you know the presence of man boobs or the hint that man boobs might be uh, in the picture um, as somebody that may or may not have them. Anyway, men, yeah, all about like yeah, yeah. yeah I ain't feeding nobody, but you know. It's there. That's kind of you know. Hey, it's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, you know, hear, hear them roar, as they say. <laughs> so now, now that we've uh, checked off, actually, all this was a long way to say. Um, the guy's name. The, the guy's name is Wiener. I think he should have figured out a long time ago that this was not the way to go. Mm-mm. Was to live up to it at a certain point. You know, I feel like he was teased so much in like. Yeah. Middle school and high school, he's like, this is the only way I can go. You don't have to go to the dark side and join the Sith because someone made fun of you. Um, take a take a page from the dude that got married um, named Tendo. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, man, you should name your child Din. Yeah, like he's never heard that before. You're going to tra- troll him on his wedding day with that shit? Hey, uh, can y'all be original, please? Yeah, come on. You know, I was, I was like happy. You know, congratulations to Mister and Mrs. Tendo, and that's it. I'm, you know, you know, the jokes write themselves. They wrote themselves. Matter of fact, so- she signed up to live with him for the rest of her life, and she's got to deal with that too now. You know what I'm saying? So how brave are they <laughs> that they got to put up with that? You know what I'm saying? They'd be mad. People would be mad if they did name their child a pun. Like, how could you do that to your child? I hope they name their kid Dwayne, and it's Dwayne Tendo, like from a different world, and everyone is just all upset and salty. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. But fuck Dwayne Wayne uh, for other reasons. Um, that's <laughs> Cleophis Wayne. Uh, Francis, and, Francis and MD knows what I'm talking about. Uh, that's the, you can't trust anybody that likes prune cobbler. So. Yes. I like prunes and I like cobbler, but uh, yeah, combining the two just doesn't doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 like what I like, you know. I like tuna fish and I like uh, peanut butter, but you know, I'm not gonna mix the two. I, it might taste good, but you just gonna have to tell me about that. You just gonna have to tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yogurt and I like sardines, but no. <laughs> no, no, I don't care how how um delightful and uh, culinary it seems if you put something, you know, some some shallots in there, uh, you know, and put it on a plate next to a penis. I'm still not going to eat it or even try it because it's just not presentable enough. Presentable penis. We got to find a way to make penis presentable. Um, that's my platform for 20. Um, that's, that's not my platform. Not my <laughs> but if you are listening to this and you know a way to make penis preventable, uh, please send it to... Uh, Twitter, hashtag classic team up, uh, hashtag presentable penis, and, you know, maybe we'll talk about it on a future, future episode. Um, and perhaps a good and terrible show can um, <laughs> that. 
along with me. We can, we can have a ranking of the most presentable penises. <laughs> An actual pageant. A presentable penis pageant. You know how interesting that would be? Yeah. And <laughs> men are creative, creative, and if you give them a platform to do it, you... This I would be like the weirdest puppet show ever because this would be like you ever seen like glory hole porn or whatever. It's like the, <laughs> the penis just sticks in the hole and then the, the lady does whatever or the, the guy does whatever. It would just be sticking out the hole because you don't want to see anything else. But yeah. it would be out the hole and then into you know it would be adorned with other things. Like, the hole just because you need to be able to have them be as creative as possible with the the pubes and the balls and incorporate all of that together because that. <laughs> That is essential to a presentable penis. It all has to yeah. go together correctly. Well, there's got to be prep, too, because, you know, is it flaccid? Is it yeah. dry? You know, it's like... It, I don't... Mm. Yeah, that's... that's you don't put... You, you, what, do you, what do you hire people for that? Is that Craigslist? <laughs> you don't just get someone off the street, you know, and... and you you gotta, could. Yeah. I don't know how trustworthy they would be, but you could. Yeah, you, you got. Do you fill out a form? Do you get them tested? Do you give them gloves? There's a lot of issues at play there. The people don't realize how hard these things are to put together. That is true. So, all that in you went to aside. Um, <laughs> the uh, have you had a chance to check out uh, the Thirteenth on Netflix? Yes, and I I had to take plenty of breaks. Uh, Me too. I, there was no way I could watch that in one sitting. I was. I, I wanted to like. I would. I got militant like with every fifteen minutes that passed. I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Yeah, and the thing is, none of pretty much none of what was said in it was a surprise. It was just putting it all together in this one documentary, and it's just like mm-hmm. nobody else sees this shit. Yeah, it's been plain as day. But nobody else sees it. You know what I kept thinking? Like, I think I started thinking this about a quarter of the way through, and then all throughout the rest of the movie is, uh, you know, because people, I love what black people say. Oh, we don't need to be seeing more movies about slavery. We don't need to see more movies about, uh, you know, civil rights or anything else. We didn't see, we didn't see that we didn't lived it, or we we deal with this all the time. I'm tired of these movies. These movies are still important. You know why? White people. Right. White people need to see this shit. White people, Asians, but I'm talking mostly white people, especially millennials or people that, you know, to them, slavery is a movie or is or civil rights is, you know, those people that are like, you know, don't taste me, bro. And, you know, R.I.P. Harambe and shit and everything's a game. You mm-hmm. see that shit, you're going to be like, you know what? I don't, I don't even think that they change those type of people's minds. I don't think it opens their eyes because they... You know, black pain is just another form of entertainment, and it always has been. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like they're, you know, the, the slave movies and whatnot, as much as I would, I don't want the quote-unquote genre to go away because it is important to see our resilience and how, yeah. how we've thrived and survived through this. But I do wish that we could go, you know, beyond uh, this one narrative of ourselves, and I see that we are getting beyond that with a lot more um, black yeah. movies. There's a lot less embellishment now, too. You know, whereas although there still is that embellishment, um, you know, and that we we saw we saw that, or at least we've heard reports of it because I didn't go see this damn movie, but oh. uh, the the uh, the Nate Parker joint, uh, I can't even remember the name of it, The Birth of a Nation, um, where it's been like the story's like severely embellished from the truth, but. Mm-hmm. There's so many other issues and reasons why people didn't go see it, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna say it right now, I didn't go see it because of that shit either with the the press because I was all ready to see that joint 
What? Um, when it first was announced, I was like, yo, for real, Nat Turner? They gonna do a Nat Turner movie? Yeah. And, and, and even then, when it was like the guy from Red Tails, I was like, ah, I don't like him, but... One of the things is there, people are like, well, no, people didn't know about Nat Turner, and this is an important story to tell. Wait a minute. So <laughs> they didn't know about Nat Turner. people that are excited because it is a story about Nat Turner, never heard of Nat Turner? Yeah. Hmm. Fuzzy yeah. on that, man. We all went to the same school. We all went to the local library. Maybe he was kicking it with the honeys, but I, I was reading up. You know what I'm saying? How do you, how do you miss that? How do you miss that? And, 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 and honestly, this would be the first major feature film, you know, produced out of Hollywood. I'm sure there, you know, there's documentaries. There's all kinds of different depictions of that sort of, but yeah, pick pick up pick up the story, read it yourself, and uh, you know. But uh, this movie, it would be one of many. It's how there's so many different movies of Martin Luther King's life, and, uh, and Malcolm X, you know, has been depicted so many ways. This won't be the last chance and the last time. And and I I personally don't have a problem with people supporting the movie, going to see the movie. Yeah, the, them trying to talk themselves out of feeling any type of way about Nate Parker where they're doing all these mental gymnastics to be like the man doesn't want you to see or know about your history and you know this yeah. is another ploy and he was ready to buy CES or some shit yeah like, oh yeah you want- the black feminist thing which uh, you know it's a lot, a lot, a lot of hurt dudes running around here it's don't even know what feminism is because pick me twitter is woo <laughs> they are shaking the table uh, yeah. But it's like, I don't, I personally don't care if you go to see the movie. Yeah. I don't care if you enjoy the movie. I care when you start defending someone who is more than likely a rapist. Yeah. That's my thing. It's like yeah. R. Kelly and people are like, well, you know, she, X, Y. He's on tape pissing on a girl. You still want to listen to the Chocolate Factory? Go ahead. But stop trying to justify mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. I got my heart, my feelings about R. Kelly too. Uh, I did enjoy every every chapter, chapter in the closet, but that was me. And I'm not at no, at no point did I try to convince somebody to go check out Trapped in the Closet, uh, chapter sixteen, because uh, you know that's not my that's not my lane. That's not I don't tell people how to live their lives, and uh, you know I'm not going to be expect you to. But when you know, but th- this whole thing about pe- telling people what to do and how to do things, it's yeah. like if people always put themselves on that kind of high and mighty pedestal. I'm ignoring these allegations and going to see this, so I am more woke and blacker than you. And I'm I, a hero. I, I, I deserve a cookie. What? So ignoring a predator in the black community makes you blacker than... No. Yeah. Shut the fuck out. Go see your movie and shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or make your own damn movie if, you, if it's something. important to you. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be one thing if you was like really into Nat Turner's story being told, but yeah. you just doing it just to have your have your face and your voice out there because you wasn't right. saying shit two months ago. Right. You, I bet you, you couldn't find a tweet, a status about Nat Turner before Birth of a Nation nope. was announced. Nope. Nope. Book report. <laughs> Nothing. Nope. Nope. They was too busy trying to make their penis presentable, and <laughs> look where it got them. <laughs> You gotta use the spinach leaves. You can't just use. You, you, you could use kale, but it just doesn't. Black is mad at you, and your penis will never be presented to anybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they make it presentable? Then it's to make it 
able to be presented, and and actually, all these tweets are making your penis less likely to be presented to anybody. So there you go. Yup. Some of you men talk yourself out of pussy on the daily. Wow. And don't even realize it. I've been don't out the. Yeah, I, I I don't understand it. I really don't. You know. Um, goodness. <laughs> As somebody that uh, you know. And that has to deal with this on a regular basis uh, with someone that I've dedicated my life to, and I've I I know I've talked myself out of it in the house. <laughs> and I'm like, my name's on the door. We're still paying. I'm still paying the bills. You know, I'm still we're still together. Uh, my name, you know. But you got to you got you got to continue to basically date and surprise and do all these things to basically keep a woman happy. You can't just come up there and expect it to be just given to you. You know, and this is after. Oh no, nah, man, you ain't got game like I got. No. Nah. Nah, you come up in here and do what I'm doing and be who be who I am, and it's not going to happen for you unless you really, you know, sell it a certain way. And uh, you know, so uh, listen to me when I tell you that if 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 I got a, if guys like me got to struggle with somebody that they've lived for with for like you know 14 years, then uh, you know anybody that you just meet on the street that you feel you can get, it's not going to be that easy. Nope. Nope. Oh, you gotta! You really gotta sell yourself, and a lot of people are not doing it. And it's not just—it's not just visuals or anything else. People are paying attention to what you write, what's on your mind. That's another reason why social media is great because you can really find out what someone's thinking. Yeah, yeah. You could—you could find out what really their mentality is because you could it used to be you just had to listen to them speak and like, oh, well, you. Hate and shit. Yeah. <laughs> something. Ooh. Be fronting with their friends or fronting for the time. But people, uh, people do a great job of creating an identity for themselves too online. And, and then you know, kind of the what was the I respect females or something like that. Like that happens, and then you know, it turns out he doesn't respect females. Like I could have told you that if you had to put it in your name. Name. You know, from that you are suspect. Mm-hmm. There, there's some people you can just be like, bruh. Yeah. Out, right? Yeah. Where are the receipts? Show me the receipts. Exactly. The um the uh the dating advice dude who um went on a date and didn't pay, like his card got declined or something, Ooh. and you know he started slandering the woman. I can't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah. All y'all are frauds. <laughs> Trust yeah. Me. So for real, I mean, keep it real. If you ain't got no money, just be broke and just say I'm broke. You know, I'm broke and I like it. I respect you more if you say I ain't got it right now, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, for the free. I don't care if you do a Groupon. I don't care if you have coupons because I'm a coupon mm-hmm. queen. I respect your hustle in the saving money game. There you go. There you go. And then you could YouTube and show because Netflix do cost. You know, so you can YouTube, don't even, not even YouTube Red, just do the YouTube, go do the free Hulu, Hulu trial and chill, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that'll turn into something, you know, you know, it's it, basically all that and chill is pretty much like um, how guys used to pick flowers. Um, by the way, I don't recommend picking flowers because... a whole bunch of nasty shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I did that in college once. I was like, yeah, I picture these flowers. It's like, uh, I could tell. I was like, oh, um, yeah, so the... The bottom, the roots. I, I'm gonna I'm get time to take care of that. I'm gonna go handle this and bring it back to you. Don't bring it back. Or you can be like, you know, appreciate the effort. Dandelions, and you're like, oh, these, I think she'll like these. Um, sir, these are weeds. I used yes. to play with my parents. I was like, yeah, I picked. I was like seven weeks ago. I walked around the neighborhood like, yeah, mom, I picked these for you. She's like, oh, honey, these are weeds. <laughs> All kinds of insects is crawling out the mug. <laughs> Spiders jumps on <laughs> it. <laughs> like, yeah. not, not, not even gave her ticks and shit. Like, you know. <laughs> 
your whole yeah. house is infested with something and you can't even identify it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was sitting in some standing water, and now she got the Zika because you wanted to be all you, you want to be all romantical. Yeah, romantical on on a budget. <laughs> you say, know, flowers don't cost that much, homeboy. You could just scrounge up some nickels and get you go to the the corner lady mm-hmm. and, and inspect them, yeah, inspect those flowers. Things. I'm trying to put you young fellas up on game that are listening to this podcast. You know, like young guys listening to this podcast, <laughs> bunch of married guys with action figures in their house, like I got. But you know, hey, we pick flowers or we pick out flowers just like everyone else does, and that's how it is. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. prefer anything that is edible over flowers. So you mm-hmm. get me chocolate, you get me chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Popeyes, right? Popeyes, Bojangles. Okay. Um, shit, if you can cook, that's an even better. There you go. There you go. Oh, you know, get one of get get those rotisseries from the supermarket. I like those rotisserie chickens. I actually mess. I mean, up. I gotta. I have to. Um, you know, doctor them up a little bit sometimes, depending on what birthday you to get. It yeah. Yeah, no, look that up and come through. There, there, there it is. There it is. Well, nice, uh, a nice slice, like, slice of cake or something like that. Carrot cake is always good. Gotta be practical about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all struggling. Pie, a meal, yeah. <laughs> better no. than flour. There you go, or some kind of adult beverage in a nice presentable container. You know, there you go. Uh, yeah, it could be. You know, and, um, she. Did- I have not it though because it's not the nineties anymore. So yeah. please. I actually did this really cute idea for one of her exes. It was a. Uh, a knit bouquet. So she went to the liquor store and got a whole bunch of knits and she tied them to like little um, uh, wooden rods and put it in a vase and like had, you know, candy bars or whatever else. And it yeah. was like a knit bouquet. I was like, that's ingenious. Mythical. Mm. There you go. You use it. It's not going to die in two days. You just got to throw it out. You use it more than once per hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a practical person. I like practical gifts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need that. We need like um I like the fact that we come up with all these business ideas on the classic team up on these shows. Um uh but like I don't I wouldn't call hood arrangements, but something we need some kind of online business where you pretty much can get a gift idea and it's like an arrangement of like just things, just everyday items but in a, such a way that's presentable and you send it to somebody's a gift. Right. Like you have a, a dude that got his first you know, first apartment out of college, you have a gift basket and it's condoms and Jack Daniels and dish towels. Because men never have dish towels. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know you know, what I was thinking about with the dish towels when you said that, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> if, he don't, if he got the Jack Daniels, right, and he's not using the condoms for some reason, it's going to be... I was like, wait a minute, why dish towels? What does that fit? Like, oh, I guess you're either going to use the condoms or you're going to stay home and use the dish towel. And Trust me. If he's in college, he's not gonna give a fuck. And don't use don't don't use uh, a collegiate dish towel in his dorm or in his apartment. Uh, that's a tip, a, a helpful tip for anybody. If you're visiting someone at co- away at college, kids or your nephew, whatever, just don't don't use the dish towel. Mm, don't don't use, don't use a hand towel in the bathroom. Matter bring your own towels. In a man, don't if you're a dorm, don't touch anything. Dorm. Don't touch nothing. It's like the New York City subway. Don't touch nothing. Public bathroom. Don't yes. sit on anything. Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Put down two, three layers of that deli paper before you sit, <laughs> and you, you know, and just like as a sarcophagus, hands just in. It's like how they teach you to hold, hold your body when you're falling from skating. You got to keep your arms like tight to your body, your body. so you're not touching anything. Mm-hmm. Like men are filled. I mean, we are. I can't even say it's just men because 
women in college, man, woo, there were some times where I was like, who raised you animals? I've been in a women's dorm once or twice, um, and we didn't have co-ed dorms in college. Don't ask me how, because uh, well, actually, statute of limitations, so I don't have to, um, you know, <laughs> uh, I plead the fifth. But I've I've seen things, and yeah. let's put it that way. My first school that I went to was a uh, Caldwell, it was a Christian college, and I was on the floor with the girls' basketball team, and it was one of those arrangements where you all that floor had to share a bathroom. I'm scarred. I've seen things that I didn't know people were comfortable leaving around, and it's just like... Beat me, you mean beyond tampons and uh, maxi pads, just like actual other things? Yeah. What's the, I, I, and this podcast isn't censored at all. What's the worst thing you've seen? Oh, there was shit in the shower one day. Oh. Like, oh my god. Oh. Or there's like, you know, the used tampon, like, that somehow did not make it into the trash. Like, mm-hmm. ma'am. Ma'am. Why would you do that? Why? <clears throat> and that's part of the reason I transferred, because I was like, I can't do this shit no more. <clears throat> this reminds me of the, um, the guy, the, the, the uh, maintenance man, he used to do the cleaning in our dorm, and he would cuss loudly every time he was cleaning up the bathroom. I understand that. I'm like, he, he would just come in, and, and like he would come in clean the bathroom, he'd be like, you college motherfuckers are so damn nasty. And like while he's mopping, while he's doing everything else, and just slapping there. And one time it was like me and my roommate were in the bathroom, like we were walking in, and he was in there, and we stopped. Right? We just heard him for like a good five minutes, just going off. And then he, and then he, he came. He was walking out as we were walking. Finally walked in. We were like, all right, let's actually use the bathroom. He <laughs> <laughs> just gave us a nod, like how y'all, how y'all boys doing? It's like we're doing fine, sir. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. That's it's disgusting. I, I wow. don't know who raised you, people. Y'all some nasty Ugh. bastards. I'm- Take one of you and kick you right in the dick. Like he was really going, just giving us the business. Nobody was around. Yeah. Just cussing loudly, and, and you know we, we need more of that. We need people to actually say what they mean and what's on their mind about people as they're doing it. Don't do it for nine one one. I think there was a uh, yeah nine one operator was like, I got time for this shit, and yeah, people yeah. died. It's not the job you should have. Yeah, that time to listen to people's problems. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really um hope they. You know, it's funny, the justice system is such bullshit. But for some reason, something in me thinking keeps thinking she's gonna get off. Whereas you know, people that you know do. I don't think so because she's black. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> she was white. Yeah, they, she they, they can say, oh, she has some mental issues and she's yeah, got some she demons and things at home. She just died, or something like that. She, yeah. Not not this one, no. Yeah, and I have five foul footage of the dog licking her face <laughs> while while in the front seat of a vehicle. Mm. I'm a dog owner. Whopper. Yeah. <laughs> we we don't we don't share any kind of facial. Um, and I'm looking at my dog right now. Uh, we don't share anything facial at all. She licks my hand, and then I wash my hand like both fats. All this, like I love dogs. Oh yeah. That you're not gonna you're not kissing me in the face. No, because you one if you ever you know walk the dog, they eat everything. Yeah, and they sniff. They sniff every. I, I live in a neighborhood where people don't pick up after their dogs. Right, so dogs my dog's are- sniffing every other dog's shit, and I look at. I'm like, get away from there, you know, because I realize that's why she stopped so long because she's sniffing this other dog's shit. That yeah, and and now there's a big old log of shit in my yard. <laughs> dog, 
you know, like, so I got to clean up after someone else's dog, then my dog when she shits. Then, you know, like, so nah. Here's all the animal diseases that they get from being around other animals, and you're just, mm-hmm. like, you're just you know, just all up in your face, opening yourself to bacteria that's not even human. They, <laughs> they clean themselves in front of you, like they, they clean their pubes and everything else. Lord. Yeah. Eh. And you know what? And I've seen, I've seen the oh, oh well, the dog's nose is cleaner than most toilet bowls. Like, um, I'm not licking no toilet bowls either. I don't, I don't know why that's supposed to change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but there's that, and then there's the people that um, sit with their dog in the front seat, like the little lap dogs. That's like, so that's, dangerous. That's stupid. First off, it's a distraction for the driver if you're yeah. driving. And then do- some dogs are super skittish. I was looking at some dog in somebody the back of somebody's pickup truck today or yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Does your dog have anxiety? Because it's at this window, it's at the other window, it's at this window, it's at the yeah. other." I think your dog needs a Xanax. Yes, yeah, and they're small. Most dogs are small. They're they're the size of a small child, and you're not putting a small child in the front seat. Why would you put a dog? I, mean, I don't so care if it's in your lap or not. <laughs> put him in the back seat. Put him in the back seat, because um, then you're going to have a final destination situation, and the dog's going to go up under the brake pedal, and you're going to have to brake real fast, and you can't do it. Yeah. And bam, there goes yeah. the high school. The high school. Football. Or you stop short, you hit somebody, and you're fine. The airbag deploys, and your dog's either squished in or through the windshield, gone. Yeah. You know, and and it's like, oh, but I cared so much about Lulu. No, you didn't, motherfucker, because you didn't put her in the back seat and strap her down. You know, and they got harnesses and all kinds of other shit. I wasn't pet smart spending that money when we got a puppy. Trust me, trust me. I, I can't. I, so it enrages me because I do everything that's right with my pet, and then I go around and I don't know if it's a white thing, I don't know if it's a careless thing, but I'm putting the two together because the fact is I don't see black people doing this with their pets but white <laughs> folk with the dogs, y'all need to stop fucking around and stop worshipping Harambe he's dead, it's a gorilla animals are animals didn't give a shit about black people getting killed in the streets and that's we've come full circle right now <laughs> we have and, and I love my white listeners and my white friends I hope you are enjoying this podcast as much as I am I love each and every last one of you but y'all gotta do better and talk to your people and watch the 13th on Netflix because okay. it's not for us, it's for y'all <laughs> So that's like a, my editorial. I have to end with an editorial because, you know, I get fired up at times, as you can tell. Yeah, and uh, Jim Bean Honey is, uh, you know, kind of been the drink of choice for this episode. Um, Asa, it's you're just brilliant. I can't. Thank you. You know, I've, I've run out of, like, tactful ways to say that. Uh, you know, it's funny because I was like, you know, I, I again, I do episodes with people I am fascinated by or I want to hear their story or I want to, like, just know things about them. I just wanted to chill with you. It was like, you know, when we talked and everything, I was like, yeah, I want to get on the show, you know? And it was like, okay, somewhere down the line, but as soon as you're like, oh, I'm ready, it was like, okay, this week, let's go. You know, I couldn't, I could not wait. And so this was one episode I was anticipating doing, so I'm glad you could join me. Shimmy that the listeners can't see. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it'll be the first of many. We'd love to have you back on again very soon. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Um, let folks know where they can find you. Um, if you want them to find you, if you don't want to be found, uh, we can, you know. Okay. You can find me um, on Twitter for my blog, which is at Makeup and Mania, or you can find me on my personal Twitter, which is Sanity Thief. You can also find me on Instagram at the same handles. 
There you go. There you go. And of course, um, you can find me on Twitter at Classic Materia, spelled just like the show title, C-L-A-S-S-I-C-K-M-A-T-E-R-I-A. I don't know why I spelled it out for you if I just said it was just like the show title. You're getting this somehow, some way. And of course, um, at CSPN Media is the official Twitter handle for all things for the CSPN network, as well as go to CSPN.us for more shows, more information about Classic Team Up, back episodes, and everything else revolving around the network, even old blog posts. I got a, I got like a three-year-old uh, post in draft about Lando Calrissian that I've never put out. And after I finished watching this final run of Return of the Jedi, I might actually finish it tonight and put it up there. That is the operative word. Yes. <laughs> um, but um, also check out the new sleigh, which is our podcast featuring three women of color, three black women talking about pro wrestling. Uh, it's basically uh, ladies that have been on the uh, WrestleCast before um, and with their own show, their own spin on things, and their own conversation about the things that they love about pro wrestling. You don't want to miss that also here on the network, as well as our other shows at CSPN. Um, but until the next time, for myself, for Miss Asa Todd, for Spider Dog, who's staring at me, uh, you know, wondering if I'm going to kiss her or not. I'm not. <laughs> I love you, though. Uh, this is Classic Saiyan. Peace out. Classic Team Up!